Okay, I'll snap this uh, bat right here on the wheel head. I learned from Isabella St. John out in the Outer Battery in 1988. Margo Meyer first came here and taught pottery out on the campus in Cornerbrook in the early 70s, and that's where Isabella learned, Isabella St. John and Gail Squires and Bonnie Layton. And so we're now on to the third generation. So I'm the third generation of potters here. And nobody's work looks like Margo Meyer's work, which is, you know, when Walter Ostrom taught at NAS NASCAD, you could see a distinct pattern in his students, but that, that didn't happen here. Everybody's work is very, very distinct. The crystalline glaze is interesting because I see water and ice in it, and I haven't come across anybody else in Canada, the U.S., or anywhere else that's doing a crystalline glaze that sees water and ice in it the same way that I see water and ice in it. Chocolate is composed of crystals, and when chocolate is being made, there's like six layers of crystals, but it's only like layer number five. That's the perfect temper of chocolate that has the nice snap and, and breaks and melts so well in your mouth. So, and my work is, is off, you know, most of my glazes are crystalline now. Even though I can have an interest in and do a whole other range of glazes, I tend to be concentrating on the, on the crystalline glazes, so... There is this very obvious, but not obvious till I say it, connection between food and dishes. <laughs> and potters are often foodies, and they, you know, they make they make dishes for the presentation of food. So it's it's not a big leap to have to have a, a specialty food in the studio. When I would travel, and my husband and I would be walking down a city street, and all of a sudden. I'd disappear and I would have spotted a chocolate shop. And I wouldn't have even seen the chocolate shop. I would have just smelled the chocolate. It was like pheromones or something. The bean de bar chocolate, the, the language is very similar to the language of wine. And we talk about single origins. And like wine, we know that where the grape grows and uh, the variety of the grape all affects the flavor. And it's the same with chocolate. The variety of the cocoa bean and where it grows affects the flavor. So I just learned more and more about chocolate, and particularly bean-to-bar chocolate, which is when or where a small craft chocolate maker gets the beans either directly from a farmer or from a farmer's cooperative and imports them and roasts them and grinds them into chocolate themselves. You know, wine we've always known, craft beer we appreciate now, coffee we've started to appreciate a few years ago. So chocolate is really coming on track as a, uh, as a food we can appreciate. I've offered someone a piece of Madagascar chocolate once and they said, there's fruit in that chocolate. And I said, there's not fruit in the chocolate. Chocolate is a fruit. And the beans are handled so lightly and so well that you can taste the fruit in the chocolate. So the the Madagascar beans tend to be very fruity and very citrusy in their tasting notes. Um, and that's often kind of what I'm craving. Chocolate from Vietnam tends to be um, darker and uh, kind of denser and oilier and has spicy tasting notes. And I'm not always in the mood for that. That's more like a stinky cheese bottle of wine type of chocolate, not a middle of the day type of chocolate. So that's, that's, that's kind of where I am with it. <laughs>
one of the really popular chocolates that I sell is Om Nom, and that's made in Iceland. And now, apparently, I sell the most of any store in Canada of the Om Nom chocolate. And I think it's the island connection, because Newfoundlanders connect with Iceland. I love chocolate. And that was Alexis Templeton. She's a potter and sommelier uh, in St. John's. And I am Boyan Fürst, a producer and photographer on the 7070. And, and I'm Michelle Porter, writer and producer for the show. We didn't quite plan to launch Patch Hard Productions and the first of our podcasts this way. We've been preparing and getting things ready for uh, a little bit now. We thought... Now's as good a time as any, actually. I'm hoping you're all doing well in um, this time of uh, COVID-19 pandemic. And I hope that you enjoy some of the stories that we are going to present you. If you go to 7070.ca, you can just spell that out, 7070.ca. Uh, you can see all the episodes as a, a slideshow. And it's got buoyant, lovely charming photographs oh well thank you and um if you go on that website we are also going to for now open the comments so let us know what you think about what you're hearing and seeing yes we'd love to hear what you have to say about the stories and uh, the way they're put together the photographs and the people's people involved and the stories you'd like us to tell that's really important because we are only about halfway through our production schedule, this podcast is going to have 70 episodes eventually, and we have only 35 completed. So there's a lot more stories, many more stories for us to get. I'm looking forward to it. So thank you for listening. And stay safe and healthy.